Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live, live, living, we're living, James, a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Dude, we are screwing this stuff up left and right, but we are now officially recording. Josh Galinowski with you here today with James Rivera. Take number 22. Seriously, listen, we recorded so many really good podcasts that didn't get recorded, or we, we spoke so many podcasts that didn't get recorded. Yeah, I don't know why we sometimes bother with all this equipment. We, we can just have conversations that aren't recorded anytime. Jeez, a Moses. <laughs> ah, man, it is good to be back in the studio, dude. I am excited to be here. I'm excited about our conversation today. Uh, but uh, first and foremost, how the heck are you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I Every day, you know, every day is a new challenge. Yeah. Every day brings on something new in, in the circles that you and I travel in. And I just, I welcome the next challenge, you know, and it's really, it's a mindset because we can, we can get in that mindset. And I, I'm going to be totally honest with everybody here. I, I had some stinking thinking going on last week. Like uh-huh. I was, you know, I was, I had this mindset that life was happening to me mm-hmm. and not for me. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I changed that up a little bit and things are going really good. Good, man. I am really glad you, you talked about that because I will say one of the things I've been thinking about here, um, you know, I had a had a great spring break with the family, um, worked a little bit too much. I, mm-hmm. I will admit, I admit this. I, uh, I was talking to Kate about this and it's like, man, we haven't been on a, a long vacation like that for a number of, for quite a long time. And we missed last year's, of course, everything. I think a lot of people missed last year's vacations mm-hmm. and, uh, we were able to most certainly get away from time to time, but not like we did this last, um, this last stint for spring break. And I forgot that in the past, what I would do is I would literally just clear my schedule. Hey, listen, I'm only, I'm taking phone calls. I'm taking emergencies if I need it, but I'm not scheduling appointments or, you know, now zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had two zoom calls that lasted two and a half hours and just talk about a drain on the, uh, the, the freedom of, of being away on vacation, you know? And, uh, man, I just, I, this, I regret it. Um, I wish I wouldn't have done that, but, uh, I did and, and lesson learned again. Yeah. Five hours. That's, I mean, that's almost an entire day out of your, out of your vacation. Yeah. And it was on two different times. And that was including all, that wasn't including all the other times where I was, you know, checking my email or, yeah. or returning phone calls or making phone calls. So I did, I did a bad job. I did a, a piss poor job of not, uh, really being on vacation. I did by the end of it, start to get there. And I will tell you this by Thursday, I was, I was raring to go. I was really, really excited about being back. And then by Friday, I'm like, screw it. I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> Let's get back. Cause I'm excited about how I'm feeling. I'm, my, my cup is overflowing and, and we, we got to make some traction happen. So, uh, super pumped to be, uh, here this week. And every day has been, every day has been awesome, man. I'd agree. You know, I would agree with that. Yeah. It's been, you know, here's the thing. I always know this. I know uh, now, Misty, who's, who's another leader in our company, we, we were talking about that. And one of two things happens when when you come back from, from an extended uh, vacation or extended weekend. Mm-hmm. Either one, something big is changing, or you come back and your tank is completely full and you're like, let's <laughs> empty this sucker as quick as we can, yeah. right? So we know that's coming. Yeah. And I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed this this vigor that you have. And I'm here we are. I mean, we're, we're most of the way through the week now. Yeah. And it's been good. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, I want to talk about this this concept of change of place plus change of pace equals change of perspective. And uh, boy, I tell you what, you know, I, I, as I've shared with you all on on this podcast, you know, I have the, have the opportunity. I made the opportunity uh, to do a couple of silent retreats, twenty four mm-hmm. hours, 
And that was just super impactful, man. You know, I needed those in my life at that time. I obviously uh, discovered this through Mark Batterson and uh, a podcast that he did. And we even talked about it on our, um, on our podcast that we did with him. And man, it was, it was so enlightening to me to see how powerful just getting away, right? Getting away from the, the, the grind of our daily lives, right? Um, the, the, the same routines, Mm -hmm. waking up in the same bed, having the same breakfast, you know, wearing the same clothes, all all those things are just like, it's just a routine and you just continue to fall into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting away for just that brief moment at 24 hours was impactful. Getting away for the time that we were able to as a family was so impactful for me because it was, I was able to, I was able to get a different perspective on things. And, you know, we've talked about this and you know, this happened is the day before I, I left, actually the day that I did leave, we had a, a, a very intense internal leadership meeting and I was not allowed to give my opinion. I was not allowed to rebuttal and I was not allowed to fix. And those are three things that are really hard for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it, people were able to express, hey, listen, here's, here's something that we see. Here's a concern that we have. Here's, um, here's an idea that we believe that should be uh, implemented, right? And so it was a really good meeting. And I, and I say good in the sense that there was a lot of truth or at least their pers- their perspective of their truth was being said. And one of the things that is really hard, as we know in, in organizations, is it's hard for the truth to come out. You bet it is. You know, it's hard for people, it, whether it's actually the, the real truth, but it's the person's truth, right? And we, always, and we know this, that there's always two perspectives. There's always two truths, your truth and my truth. And then we got to figure out what's the ult- ultimate truth in between there. But we were able to kind of break that line, which was amazing. And it's, a, and it's really, really hard to do in organizations because a lot of people just don't trust. No, it's so true. And here's the thing. There's one of the, th- one of the things that we've learned about being in leadership is there, there are other organizations out there who don't necessarily appreciate you speaking the yeah, truth right. when it, when it goes against their, you know, their core philosophies or whatever. So not only are we trying to break those those bad habits, mm-hmm. but we're also trying to encourage these people that hey, you've got to trust us. We're not going to just smash you when you when you offer up these truths. Yeah, yeah. And so it was great to be able to get, to to get all that input. Right. You know, I took all my notes. I took all of the suggestions, and then I was able to just to to to, to leave. You know, I didn't have to show up to the office again. I didn't have to have another conversation with one of the leaders again. I didn't have to get myself back in those situations and those emotions again. I was able to change the place, which, Mm -hmm. and then of course I got to change the pace, which is I wasn't on, I wasn't on a schedule for the most part, which was great. Um, Of course we did some fun things as a family that were scheduled, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't going, okay, I have a half an hour to do this, have an hour to do this. I have, no, I was able to. I was able to deal with the emotions. I was able to deal with uh, my thoughts on a much more relaxed environment, and which was really, really healthy for me to do. And then, of course, my perspective, I was able to kind of get out of that fishbowl of the emotions and the fishbowl of the feelings and, you know, what we can do immediately. I was able, no, I can't do anything for a solid 10 days. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything on this for another solid 10 days. So I just was able to marinate on it. 
And I got to tell you, as a leader, um, that is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do is sit on, especially when it comes to these big ideas and these big issues or these big challenges that you're faced on, is to be able to just marinate on it for a while. It doesn't happen enough. It doesn't happen enough. We, we, we become reactive to the situation at hand, and then we start to make either judgments or we start to make these decisions based on emotions and we're, and we need to be able to step back from that. And it does. And I will tell you, I've done, I've been guilty of not taking a step back in the past and I'm learning to take more and more time to, um, to either react to the situation or to more importantly, come up with a game plan on how I want, I want to react to the situation. So do you, do you feel like those two things go hand in hand, changing the place and changing the pace? I mean, I, I know you did this with your silent retreats, right? You, you changed mm-hmm. the geography and yeah. you, you slowed down. You took all of the social media out of it, which, I mean, here's the thing. We all know that the social media world travels at light speed, mm-hmm. right? right? And we're always trying to keep up with it. We're refreshing our page. We're, you know, we're checking in. Somebody commented, somebody liked, whatever. Do you think the two of them are absolutely necessary together? to change that mindset? Well, I think that they're the most optimal if you have a choice to do it. Okay. Yes. Good. Um, I mean, can it be done without it? Of course it can. Anything can be done. We're leaders. We're, <laughs> we're fixers, right? We have to do that. Uh, but I would say that if you can be as, if you can be that intentional, you're going to get that better result, that much better results from it. And, uh, you know, one of the things we, once again, as leaders that we, we don't do is we, we often get ourselves set in this pigeonhole that, um, I cannot take the time because that's not important. I, I can't take the time because I have so many urgent things in my, in my life. And one of the things that once again, as you well know about me is that I am trying to, I'm looking at my tiers. We've established my tiers throughout the company and I've said, okay, these are the things that are important. Urgent is urgent. It's always going to be urgent. There's always going to be urgency in, in my life because yeah. of other people's urgency. Uh, you've had to discover your tears and those are changing as you are growing and as you're getting different responsibilities within the company. But I've got to go back to my tears. I've got to go back to those things that are super important. And when I do that, that means that I also have to be intentional with, I got to get away. Like I got to, I got to separate myself from all of the distractions that happen throughout our office throughout the day. And we, and this is something that happens. I mean, unless our door is closed, there's always a knock. Yep. There's always a, there's always a step in. There's always a, do you got a minute? Right. Yeah. And we can get caught into those urgencies of, of life and of business and of other people's. And we have to, we, we are so intentional. We are having conversations time and time again with our inner core, especially about getting back to the things that are important. And, shutting the door and shutting the blind, right? And I've even had conversations with you and, and with our inner core too, just saying, if you need some time away, you got to do it. Yep. You got to take it because I know how valuable that is. And I know, just like you said about me, I know when you return, you're going to be that much more on fire and your cup is going to be overflowing because that's what we need with leaders is we need leaders on fire and we need their cup overflowing so they can pour into other people. No, I, I love that. And and the other thing I was I was thinking of in there is, you know, how many times have we, you know, something maybe urgent and important comes up, right? right. And we were forced to react to it right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. But after we react, the more we think about it, the more we rethink our decision. We're like, oh, I wish I would have said this. Wish I would have done this. Wish I would have asked this. Yeah. Right. I think changing the time there, right, slowing it down, is going to give you 
that time that you want to take so that you're making the best decision. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, buddy. And, and once again, I've been guilty of it. I've always, you know, in the sure. past, I was just always reactionary. I was playing defense. Yep. And when you start looking at it as a leader, like, no, I've got to play offense in this. So I got to be prepared for that moment too. Right. Mm-hmm. One thing that we, we talk a lot about in our, in our, um, a company is is being prepared. Why do you have to have your cup overflowing? Well, when your when your cup is overflowing, you're 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 playing offense in your life so that you can play offense in in the rest of the obligations that you have, the rest of the the duties that you have to serve for, for other people, and it allows you to to react to that situation in a in a fairly positive way, mm-hmm. right? You can absorb a lot more. You can put on a lot more on your shoulders, right? And it doesn't crack you. It doesn't break you. It doesn't put you into that, oh man, that's the old me. And I hate the old me. Like, I don't like the old me, the old guy. I've worked so stinking hard to not be that old person, right? Yeah. And how many of us leaders have done that? We've been guilty of going, man, I have done so stinking good until that moment. You know, and then you ruin a relationship or you ruin that authority in that person's world that you have in their world. Right, you 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 lose that respect from them, and that's what we want to try to avoid. So once again, those little steps by changing the place, which then of course changes the pace, and then you change your perspective. I had a had a fun, amazing uh, conversation with my my mentor. Um, I kept the coaching call, and uh, I wanted to do it because I knew that I was in a different location. Right, mm-hmm. and I knew that I was like, okay, I'm not in our company walls. I'm wondering if I'm going to react differently on this call. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if like my perspective is going to be different. And it was amazing uh, through that, that conversation how I was able to reveal, I think, some emotions and some, um, some desires and, and some dreams in a sense that it took me to get out of this place to realize. And, uh, you know, it, it was just... I walked away from that conversation going, wow, it, it took me to remove myself from the building, from the grind, from the fast pace that we go at, to be able to slow down and really articulate what was even deeper inside of me than I, than I thought. And it was an amazing breakthrough. And uh, I'm so, so glad that uh, I was able to experience it. For sure. No, that's, that is some great, great insight there because honestly, sometimes, sometimes changing that location, sometimes slowing it up is, I mean, you weren't in the office, so you weren't in full-time CEO mode, right? Right. You weren't in full-time leader mode. Uh, Let's face it. You're not the CEO when you're with your family. Right. And then you take that family on vacation. You're certainly not the CEO, right? So I love that. And, And so do you feel like, do you feel like you had some fresh ideas from that coaching call, do you, do you feel like something new came out of that or just a, a different perspective? Yeah, no, I think it was just more of a different perspective. Good. You know, I, I went down there with the mindset that I was going to be a dad mm-hmm. and a husband as supposed to be a father yes, and a significant other. Yes. And um, so that, that right there in itself was already where my mind was at. And being able to... Um, being able to kind of like create a different type of a morning routine. You know, when, when I, when I'm here in town, I have a very strict morning routine. Um, I got to get up by relatively a certain time in order for me to do all the things that give me power for that day. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've got everything from the, you know, I cook my oatmeal, I bring my oatmeal, I'm doing that, uh, 
14 hour, um, intermittent fasting. And I absolutely love it. I highly, highly recommend anybody that is trying to think about changing it up. And maybe you just don't feel like you've got a really good morning thing that you're going on. That intermittent fasting has just been phenomenal for me. And, uh, but I, I, you know, I eat the same cereal. I drink the two cups of coffee. I fill my water jug. I, you know I mean? It's just, it's absolutely pathetic how rinse and repeat it is, but it's also my routine. And I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Getting out of out of town and, and going down to, uh, we went to Arizona. We were uh, obviously a big baseball family. We got to do that again, which was so exciting. Yeah, um, I was able to pick a different morning routine. Okay, and b- because we had a swimming pool in the backyard, I was I got up before just about everybody. I made the coffee. I went outside and I swam, and uh, I did laps, and then uh, you know I did a little bit of a workout. You know, I just did a, a quick hit workout and then I got my coffee and then I just like, I just was able to enjoy and I went into a little bit more of my routine, but it was so fun to do something different and it was a different pace. It wasn't yeah. a, for the most part, you know, I might have had a call that was coming mm-hmm. up or a meeting that was coming up, but I wasn't leaving to go someplace. I was literally able to just relax and enjoy the moment, watch everybody else get up, have those conversations to a certain point, right? Mm-hmm. And that was so much fun. And that gave me a different perspective on life, where I'm at, what am I striving for, what are my priorities, what are the things I really want to be going after. And then, of course, something that we've been talking a lot about, and i probably opening up a little bit of a can of worms, is the difference between setting goals and, and looking at what success is to you. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to look at what success really means to me, and across our five foundations, of course. But what does success really look like to me this year? What does it look like in the next quarter? What is it that I want to walk away with from this year and go, yeah, like that was great. That was awesome. And, and one thing that I shared with our office and uh, I think it's super important for people to understand is that the success, when, you, when you're looking at success and, and versus goals, goals, goals can be financial goals. Goals can be money and, and earn money and save money and all that stuff. When you're looking at success, I'd really, I'd really encourage you not to put any dollar signs in there. Success is not about the financial gain. Goals can be that way. Awesome, amazing, wonderful. Success should not be including money. Success should be the things in your life that are worth you putting time into it. And why we talk about those five finan- five. Uh, five foundations is because it really breaks that down again for you. Faith, family, fitness, finance, and your future. And uh, man, I tell, you, I tell you what, it just gives you a greater appreciation for the things that you're doing on a daily basis, why you're doing it, why you're working so hard to do that. And uh, man, I, I tell you, once again, I just kind of walked away from that coaching call. And then of course, obviously just the moments that I had with the family and uh, my brother was down there from Chicago, which was awesome. Folks were down there for a little bit. A good buddy from Casper was down there as well too, Jason and his family. And it was fun to just enjoy. Oh, that's great. So kind of a wrap up question here, if you yeah. will. So you've changed your place. You've changed your pace. Now you've changed your perspective. How do you maintain that when you're back in those CEO shoes? Yeah. Oh man. Great question, dude. Cause that could have easily just fallen off mm-hmm. and we not, we didn't answer that. So what I did is when, as soon as I came back, um, I, I did two things that I thought were super important. One is, um, I wrote down what was success to me. I literally wrote that down. I physically have a piece of paper or I have an Evernote, uh, that says, this is what success looks like to me. So I can review that. 
Um, I also sent that to my mentor and said, hey, I want you to help me hold myself accountable to this. I want you to remind me of this because like anything, it, it can always get lost in, in in the groups of paper and it can get lost in the Evernotes. Mm-hmm. It can get lost in the computer. I mean, Facebook shut out in a day. Wow, that's actually pretty awesome, by the way. Um, but it, you know, it can get lost and you just, you, you, you don't never go back to it. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't looked at my tears for the first quarter. Like that's terrible, but that's what happens in life, right? And the other thing is I looked at the next quarter and I said, man, okay, we're done with this quarter what is my challenge? Like, what is the thing that I'm going to be super focused on that's going to push me closer to those successes? And so I did, I, I, I outlined the things that I was going to do for the next 40 day, or the, the next 40 day challenge is what I wanted to do. So next 40 day challenge. Um, and then, and then I'll reevaluate it and see how I'm doing and then what I can either add to it, take away from it or change up. And, and that's what I'm gonna keep doing. Um, because it's great for us to it's great for us to be intentional and, and, and recognize things that we want to change in our life. And so many people do that. How many people do you and I talk to on a daily basis that they want to accomplish this and they're going to do this and they're going to be the number one sales person. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this much in volume and we're going to create this much, uh, financial freedom in our life. That's awesome. Okay. But if you don't have a game plan that you follow and you actually do and, and, and actually live out, good luck. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I've realized that, um, for me personally, I have to do the little things daily in order for me to take those steps. Um, be faithful. This has been a theme for me, um, for a lot, for the last couple of months is be faithful in the little things. And if I can be faithful in the little things, they'll eventually start turning into big pieces of momentum for my life. For sure. And I got, I got to constantly remind myself that though, right? Those little things I got, I go back to like when I was doing 75 hard, they weren't hard things to do. I mean, were they inconvenient? Yeah. Were they, were they just like, okay, I got to do it again. I got to do another workout. I got to get that water in. I got to read those 10 pages, right? They, They weren't impossible things to be doing on a daily basis. But when you do and be faithful to the little things, it's amazing how much your life can change. For sure. No, that is great. And that is great advice because I think, you know, we all come away from, from something that, that inspires us and we're like, yep, I'm going to do this forever. Yeah. Two weeks down the road, we're going, what happened to that? Right. So very, very good advice. I I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, and again, even when you're, you know, even when you're not working, you're still working on you. And I I really appreciate that. Yeah. I love it, dude. That is the funnest thing for me to do is work on myself. And, uh, I got to just, you know, right now I'm just trying to keep the streak alive. For sure. So, all right, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate you. All right, you guys. I, I hope this was valuable to you. I hope that this, you're going to take something away from that. If you aren't, you better have somebody in your life, in your world that would take something away from this. So the only thing we ask you to do, as always, is to share this. So love you all. Appreciate you all. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will be talking with you very soon. <laughs>